It's Tuesday, March 7, 2023. The ship has reached the shore. World governments reach historic deal to protect the high seas. France to cover parking lots with solar panels. Plus, another Norfolk Southern train derails in Ohio. Has anyone told the Republicans to be upset about it yet? All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Thanks to climate change, Los Angeles got a big old snowstorm. California kids made snow bros. Look how cute that is. But then again, Californians deserve to have some fun because I believe California's only other weather option is fire. <laughs> Correct. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the Green News Report uh, just finished celebrating our 14th anniversary. We're now in our 15th year. And now, today, we are celebrating our 1300th episode of the Green News Report. Kind of mind-boggling. Congratulations. They were all excellent. (laughs) Except for that one. (laughs) Well, thanks anyway. What do you have for us today? Well, first, huge news. Nearly 200 countries have agreed to a legally binding treaty to help reverse marine biodiversity loss in international waters, which cover half the planet's surface, known as the high seas. After 20 years of negotiations, the treaty marks a major turning point for conserving the ecosystem services of the oceans amid intensifying exploitation from industrial fish and mining, pollution from chemicals and plastics, and acidification from climate change. The treaty establishes a framework for conserving 30% of the world's land and ocean by 2030. That's part of a deal signed by world governments back in December. This new global treaty addresses issues with the current inadequate patchwork of regulations, which Simon Wormsley of the World Wildlife Fund, in an interview with the UK's Channel 4, says is critical to protect marine animals on migration routes. For instance, whales in the whole of their migratory routes because they're threatened from when they start traveling to when they finish traveling. So great whales and, and similar similar organisms like turtles, seabirds would be protected along their whole migration route. Which is important because there were some regional packs that might have protected those whales or those turtles in various places, but not for their entire route. Now, that has changed. Exactly. The treaty establishes mechanisms and ground rules to manage marine biodiversity in vast ocean regions that are beyond national jurisdictions, like requiring environmental impact assessments for destructive activities like deep seabed mining and geoengineering experiments to combat climate change. In a major breakthrough, industrialized countries committed to increasing funding to help developing countries build capacity to be able to conserve and manage their biodiversity. A majority of nations must now ratify the treaty for it to come into effect. In the U.S., it's unlikely to garner the required two-thirds vote in the Senate over Republicans' objections. And yet this administration, at least the one in the White House right now, I suspect will respect this treaty, even if it's not formally passed. So it took 20 years to get to this point, and then they still had to stay 
all night overnight on Friday before they could get this thing finished up on Saturday. That's always the way with these major treaties. In other news, another Norfolk Southern train has derailed in Ohio over the weekend, the second such crash in Ohio in just over a month. Officials ordered residents to shelter in place until it was determined that the train carried no hazardous materials. Oh, well, it's all fine then. In the ongoing East Palestine, Ohio derailment disaster, the Environmental Protection Agency has now ordered testing for dioxin, a dangerously toxic byproduct from burning chemicals. Mm. Railroad unions say that rail workers have fallen ill at the Norfolk Southern derailment site, and concerns are also mounting regarding potential chemical exposure for first responders who rushed to the scene from more than 80 regional fire departments. In Minnesota, after state lawmakers passed a law establishing a target of 100 percent clean electricity by 2040, it may face a legal challenge from neighbor North Dakota. North Dakota regulators say Minnesota's law requiring clean electricity infringes on North Dakota's <laughs> rights under the Dormant Commerce Clause in the U.S. Constitution what? because it will eventually phase out Minnesota buying North Dakota's dirty coal electricity. Good luck with that, North Dakota. Finally, France has enacted a new law mandating that all large parking lots be topped with solar canopies and streamlines efforts to install solar panels on already disturbed land alongside highways. It's all an effort to cut fossil fuel use and meet France's ambitious climate targets. The solar parking lots alone are expected to generate as much electricity as 10 nuclear power plants, but for a fraction of the cost of building Building just one nuclear plant. Wow, and that's something you have been calling for for at least 15 years that we've been <laughs> doing this Green News Report. I guess they heard you in France. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your 1300th Green News Report. It paradise, put up a parking lot. Ooh.